Hello and welcome to the Page to Pixel podcast. I am your host, Reed Jolin, and join with me, as always, is my dear boy and cuddly bear, Jeremy Rock. How are you doing there, buddy? Oh, man, I'm the cuddliest. How are you doing, Reed? Oh, I'm doing just swimmingly. Um, so, for this episode, we wanted to do something a little special. Um, and since it's our 10th episode, technically our 11th, looking at our first uh, episode zero, which is kind of an introduction to us. Uh, since this is our 10th episode, we wanted to do something special. Uh, I think we kind of want to do something special every 10th episode just to kind of break up the uh, the phrasing of our, our episodes. And, you know, it's a lot of research, as you can imagine, to kind of go through all of these franchises and kind of break down the information. It does take actually days, if not weeks of research to kind of do this stuff, uh, despite us thinking that it would be a lot easier <laughs> kind of starting this podcast. Um, but so this time around, uh, since this is the 10th episode, we want to do something that's really near and dear to my heart, and that is uh, gaming soundtracks. In particular, since it's the 10th episode, doing a top 10 gaming soundtracks. Uh, and since there's two of us, what we're going to do is kind of break down our top 10 and kind of alternate. Um, so I'm going to go. I'm going to do like my my 10th favorite and then Jeremy's going to do his 10th favorite. We're going to kind of work our way down from there. Uh, it's just kind of a fun way to kind of, I don't know, show you guys a little bit more about our own past history with, with gaming music. Um, and hopefully you guys kind of like some of the tracks there. Um, I think the question, and I don't want to kind of spend so much time on this because I think a lot of the times we just kind of talk to talk, but Jeremy, what do you think the just general overall importance of music in video games is? Overall, I think the music is just kind of the background that's going to set the tone. Very similar to in a movie, it kind of subconsciously tells you what, not what you should be feeling, but it just kind of, it, it draws that connection so you know what what's going on. Um... If you should be feeling tense, if you should be feeling relaxed, um, it's just very similar to what you'd see in in a, in, a, in like film. If anyone like likes watching movies like I do, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's just like with a movie, but I think the the separation between the two mediums is interesting because video games you can be you have to be more uh, involved with the process of it. So I think amplifying the level of intensity with music. Um, you kind of need to have a little bit more intense music because you're typically not going to be watching, you know, a movie and it's going to have this really uppity soundtrack like the Mario games or the Sonic games. Um, so I think what's really cool about music in video games is it adds to the immersion too. Um, and as you might've mentioned, it really does depend on the situation of the game that you're playing because there's certain games that you don't really need the soundtrack. Obviously, it's 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 welcomed and stuff, but there are certain games where 
the immersion level is absolutely different. Um, we've been playing a lot of Civ lately together, uh, which has been a lot of fun. And typically when we're playing Civ together, I don't know what you're doing over there, but I'm usually maybe watching like a movie to the side or I'm listening to music or something like that and just kind of chilling and, you know, plotting my next move. Unlike if I'm playing, you know, Elden Ring or something like that, you know, I want to listen to more of the music side of things to kind of get that full immersion. So it does really depend on the game itself rather than a movie, because most times, you know, the audio and the video um, go hand in hand with movies. You can't really have one without the other. Um, so I think what's interesting about games is it can either be give or take uh, and stuff like that. What's your thoughts on that? Um, Mr. Mr. Man. I gave, uh, I gave my thoughts on the importance of music in games. It's fine. We'll, just, we'll just cut yeah, this. It's, it's uh, fine. Sorry. I, it's okay. I already gave my thoughts. Just wakey-wakey. Okay, here we go. So since we don't want to kind of get too in-depth with this conversation about the importance of music, obviously it's, it's hugely important. Um, if you guys are interested too, um, if you guys are into gaming podcasts, which you probably should be if you're listening to this, and I've mentioned them before, the Super Mercado Brothers, they do an amazing job of breaking down different um, musical compositions and their importance to the game and stuff like that. Like I'm not endorsed with them at all. I've never met these guys, but you know, they're, their stuff is awesome and I really like kind of hearing a different perspective of the importance and reasoning for music in games. I know nothing about music theory, I just really enjoy it. Um, and I think at our, when we're kind of transitioning to our lists here, we kind of talked before the podcast started about how we wanted to rank our games or franchises or however we, we were doing this. And you said, does this have to be objective or subjective? And I'll, I'll just tell you my, my whole process with this is very subjective. Obviously, some of these aren't going to be soundtracks that, I mean, a lot of them are going to be really familiar soundtracks, but some of them might not be, maybe one or two of them. Um, it's just really, when I'm looking at soundtracks, I'm looking at things that are really important to me that have had a lot of like nostalgic feeling behind them are things that get stuck in my head a lot. And I think that all of these soundtracks and songs that I'm going to mention are really um I don't know, like I, I think about the songs sometimes before I think about the game themselves because they're that important. So that's kind of my method when I was choosing these game uh, soundtracks. What was your uh, method or mentality when you were choosing your, your top 10? So probably very similar to yours from the sound of it, but I, I kind of set the rules. I assumed you were going to be more objective, like, oh, this is a classic gaming you know, soundtrack, this is what everyone says is great. So I kind of was like, oh, I'll try to be more subjective, but I guess we're both subjective, so that's fine. But yeah, it's, my... our, it's our podcast, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> it's my party, I'll cry if I want to. Correct. Uh, I went more on the, just on the lines of like, what do I legitimately listen to? Like, honestly, Sonic soundtrack's great, I don't listen to it a ton. Mm -hmm. I just kind of rolled back through my Spotify for a lot of these. I would say five or six of them, when you said... We're going to, like, this is what we could do. I was like, oh, yeah, I can just rattle off six of them off the top of my head that I know I listen to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for then sure. I kind of I just had to go back through my, my Spotify searches and, and libraries and playlists and just kind of see what do I listen to a lot of. And that's kind of how I was able to piece this list together. 
Yeah, it wasn't an easy process for me. Um, it took me a long time to kind of compile this. I kind of came up with this idea to do the top 10 gaming soundtracks. But then once I sit down to do it, like like you said, I had the, like the top five, the top six already in my head. But then I'm thinking, all right, to fill out a top 10 list, it's easy, but it's also really difficult because there's so many games. I actually made like a list of honorable mentions that I'm going to go through just really briefly. It's seven more <laughs> games. So it's like... You nerd. Um, I know. I'm trying to like n- narrow down certain things. I was like, "Dang, this is really difficult to do." Uh, I had that. Uh, I had that same thing too. Where after I got my like, I got those obvious ones cracked in, and then I had a list of probably 15, and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, now how do I narrow these down?" Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I did make a playlist, and I'll make your playlist too. But I made a playlist um, of all of the the the, the game soundtrack like. Songs that we're going to talk about um, from my end, and I'll post them up on our YouTube, and I'll get those linked into all of our social medias if you guys want to check them out. Hopefully, you'll be familiar with some of them, but maybe not uh, some other ones. So, I think some general um, ground rules, I guess you could say, for doing this is we can kind of introduce what game it is or what franchise it is. Um, if you know the specific tracks, by all means, say it, and then just kind of say why you think it is to be ranked where it is and why it's important to you. Does that sound fair? That sounds fair. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is our top 10 gaming soundtracks of all time. There is no debate. There is no questioning it. This is this is 100% what it is. There is no uh, going on Twitter and complaining about this. This is the absolute top 10. There's no question, right? Correct. All right. So, we'll start with my number 10, and then we'll jump to uh, Jeremy's number 10. My number 10, and this is the one that I kind of struggled with, is like, who do I cap out at uh, number 10 versus not being on the list at all? And I went with Kirby's Adventure. So, Kirby's Adventure for the NES came out, what, 1993? Um, This game is super important to me, like I sort of mentioned with the Kirby podcast, that this is the first game I ever beat. And it's one of those games I go back to time and time again. And just looking at the gameplay versus like the soundtrack, they just complete each other in a lot of ways. It's this very whimsical, cute, uh, explorative soundtrack. And like sometimes I'll be humming in some of the themes and stuff like that. I think I put like when I made the YouTube list of this, I put like four or five of them. There's not really any one particular song that jumps out at me. It's really just overall. Like I think top to bottom, this is a really excellent uh, soundtrack and it's really uh, memorable to me. So that is my number ten is Kirby's Adventure. Uh, nice. Do you have any reflections, or you just want to jump to your ten? I would say it's a solid pick for number ten. Okay, that's fair. All right, let's jump to your number ten. My number ten, and the only reason that it is number ten is because it is a game I've more recently played. Um, would be Bloodstained Ritual of the Night soundtrack. Ooh, good pick. I think that does an excellent job. Just the tone and everything of that game is just so perfect with the artwork and the theme. That sort of electric violin they've got going on in a lot of the songs. I just It's just a, a chef's kiss. And the only reason that it's not higher up on the list is just because I've listened to a lot of these other songs for longer. Like I said, I'm going by sheer volume of how much I've listened to this music. Okay, no, that's that's a fair estimate, and that's cool that you've added something that you've only played in the last year to your list. I don't think I did that with any of these. Um, yeah. That's really cool. I, I've, I may have listened to the soundtrack more than I played the game. Oh, well, that's so that's like, cool, yeah. I put it on a couple times at work just listening to it, just getting weird looks. I'm like, shut up. I think, let me just, I'm just going to Google this really quick. Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, um, soundtrack. I'm pretty sure it was by the same, yeah, it was Michiro Yamane, who did a lot of the uh, other... Uh, Castlevania soundtracks, especially Symphony of the Night, The Goat, 
Um, so that's really cool. Uh, and yeah, a lot of the Castlevania slash Bloodstain stuff is 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 top notch. So that's a that's a really solid pick for number ten. All right, next one. My number nine. Uh, do you want to do your number nine, or do you want to jump to mine, or how do you want to do this? Uh, what kind of order do you want to do? You go, go, just go. Okay, cool. I'll do number nine, and this one was a tough choice. Like I have it at number nine, but it might be higher, it might be lower. Uh, it's Street Fighter Two. Um, with fighting games, especially in the early '90s, there was so much competition for like being the best fighting game because you had Street Fighter, and then you had Mortal Kombat come out, and then you had like King of Fighters and Fatal Fury and Tekken, and all these games just a glut of games that came out in the '90s. But I think what separated them not only like the combat system and everything, but also the soundtrack. Um, you know, my brother loves Mortal Kombat, but I don't really think that the early Mortal Kombat stuff is super remarkable because it's all the same really dark vibe to it which is fine like don't get me wrong it's a great soundtrack but street fighter 2 um in particular guile's theme is probably one of the, gr the greatest gaming like songs of all time uh, all team all time um i would also say ken's theme uh balrog's theme and uh t-hawk's theme uh just some of my absolute favorites like i can I, I know them off the top of my head it's one of those games where it's a weird thing to say, but like growing up um, playing Street Fighter 2 um, in a weird way influenced a lot of my worldview. Um, it's like the first time I'm like, what, four or five years old playing this game. And like you're seeing all of these other countries represented by the fighters and like the themes that kind of came along with them and like the stages and stuff. So like that was like my early identifier for understanding like this is what Mexico looks like or sounds like this is what China. I know that's obviously very stereotyped, but like it, it kind of made me interested in that in like no, international I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm laughing because I, I know exactly what you mean, though. Like my very young impressions of these other nations was based on playing Street Fighter. And obviously, it's there's there's some questionable stuff now, but like back then, it, you don't mean any negative thing by it. You know, it's just what you see, and what you interpret. That, that was just the times, man. So you're saying not everyone in the United States is like playing the most kick-ass jam ever while they're in an airport full with like F-15s flying around? I mean, I mean, I am, but I can't speak for every American. Are you saying that every Brazilian is not a green man with orange hair that shoots electricity? That that might be true, actually. I, we can't prove or disprove that. So if you're from Brazil, hit us up and let us know if you can zap people with your green skin. But yes, yeah, Street Fighter 2, um, uh, probably my favorite fighter game of all time. I mean, just like the Street Fighter games in general. I mean, like Street Fighter 2, 3, 4, they've used a lot of the same soundtracks. But I think Street Fighter 2 has the best video game like fighter soundtrack ever. And it's still one of my absolute top favorites of all time. So that is my number nine. So if you want to comment on that or jump into your number nine. No, I think it's a great pick for number nine. Uh, my number nine, the Minecraft soundtrack. Oh, that was one of my honorable mentions. That was originally was it? on. That was on my list. It was going to be on my list. I didn't know if um, that'd be on your list. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was going to be up there. It was going to be like in the eight, nine, ten area. Um, it's just great ambient music. But I'll let you it talk is. about it. No, so it's it's. If you've ever played Minecraft, you may have over like overlooked it because it's really really subtle, but it's really relaxing. And it's something that I listen to if I'm just having, like, a really anxiety-ridden day or stress-ridden day. It's just kind of, like, help me calm down, basically. It's just so chill. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've suffered with anxiety disorder for a long time. And I distinctly remember a lot of times when I'd be having to work on something and be focused or kind of de-stress, I would specifically listen to the Minecraft soundtrack. So it's interesting that we both have that kind of common uh, connection, connection to, to it. it. Yeah, yeah. And like looking at my list of everything, it looks like 
almost all of my songs or like my my tones are either going to be to be chill and relaxed or to hype you up mm-hmm. yep for sure I, I, like there's i don't have the middle ground i've just got like jock jams or beethoven yeah now that i'm looking at my list too it's i mean maybe there's one of them that would be pretty um kind of nebulous that, that we'll kind of get to but the most of them are yes like you said they're really um uppity or really polarizing polarizing opposite opposite ends of the spectrum just like we were saying with you know games in general like when you're playing a game does it need to be a chill soundtrack or does it need to be an up-tempo hype soundtrack and it's i think that's kind of showing here uh yeah so that's your number nine was minecraft which is an awesome choice um my turn to number eight Cool. So this is a this is a, a game that is considered one of the ge- best games of all time. I've never beaten it. I've gotten decently far, and I only ever played it um, for the first time about uh, I don't know, like four years ago or so. And that is Chrono Trigger. Um, Chrono Trigger, obviously, massive, huge hit. Um, back one of the SquareSoft games, I think what 1995, 1994, somewhere around then. But the soundtrack is just like. It's one of the reasons why, again, I've never played this game before, but I hear samples of the songs and I hear like covers of the songs. I'm like, dang, it's one of the only few examples. I think it's the only example on this list where I heard the soundtrack before playing the game. And I'm like, I need to play that game. Um, so songs like Corridors of Time, Shala's Theme and Burn, uh, Burn Bonunga or Burn, what is it? Burn Bobunga, whatever it is, that really crazy caveman uh, song. I don't know, man, like the, the whole soundtrack, it's got to be one of the top soundtracks ever objectively. But for me personally, since I've not a beaten th- beaten the game and it's not something that I've been like grew up with, um, this is the most, I guess, recent uh, addition to the list. So Chrono Trigger, definitely an amazing, amazing soundtrack. I have also never played Chrono Trigger, so I unfortunately don't have any comments on it. But uh, if anything, just like check out the soundtrack sometime because it's 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 super good. All right, so that's my number eight, Chrono Trigger. So what is your number eight, Jeremy? For me, number eight. I'm not sure if you've ever played this one, Far Cry Blood Dragon. Oh, I have. Yeah, it's that super synthy soundtrack. That's yeah, super. Yeah. So if you if you've never played Far Cry Blood Dragon, was it? I don't think it was a DLC. I think it was just a. Like a standalone game made from was it Far Cry Three? It it was DLC, but it was a standalone. It wasn't like the third game, but it was made with the third game, and I think it was technically DLC. But yes, it was. It was a standalone game, but it was set in this like this weird, hyper futuristic, but also like eighties cartoon. So everything's this like neon blue, neon pink, and. Like, you're playing some, like, robo-commander who's got a, a, a cyber arm. So it's just this, like, hybrid of kind of, like, imagine Vice City, but set in, like, a futuristic. There's, like, ro- like robot T-Rexes that are running around. It's mm-hmm. just, like, it's super cheesy and fun, but the soundtrack's just very synthy and, and 80s. It, it's, like a, it's like a G.I. Joe commercial, almost. Yeah, I, I have played the game a little bit. I don't think I've ever beaten it all the way through. But yeah, I remember the the whole atmosphere with the soundtrack and the gameplay were just top notch when it, when oh, it came that, out. Like, that's like good synth wave that I'll catch sometimes. Oh yeah, I I, I mean I don't. I, people have made fun of me for listening to synth wave, but I listen to it ironically. I think it's a cool cool genre for sure. No, it is very cool. It feels like I'm living Night Rider. Exactly, and that's what I want to do with my life. So yeah, no, that's a, that's a good pick. It's a. I think more people remember the soundtrack than the game, which is like, <laughs> probably 
probably a thing. All right, so that was your number eight. So my number seven is World of Warcraft. Um, no. No way. Um, but yeah, I've played Warcraft on and off since it came out. Um, I have kind of like a love-hate relationship with the game. It's kind of like heroin. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll not play it for two, three years, and then I'll jump back into it. But I think it's one of those games that the monotony, I think, sometimes of the gameplay um, is made a lot more tolerable by the soundtrack. And there's a few... I mean, there's 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 like hundreds of songs now with all the expansion packs, but the major songs that stand out to me are the Dunmoreau song, uh, uh, song, which is like the starting zone of the dwarves and the gnomes, Howling Fjord and the tavern themes made by the beautiful David Arkenstone. Um, so all of those themes, like, again, like there's times where, you know, I'm a teacher. So sometimes when I'm just sitting in my room or the kids are working on something, I will just like play the World of Warcraft soundtracks, like just ambiently in the background. Because again, just like with, um, what I was mentioning earlier, this is one of those soundtracks that is not meant to be intrusive. It's meant to be just background music and sort of represent the environment around it. Um, and, and it's interesting that two of my choices here are like ice themed. So uh, I think that's kind of an interesting, interesting choice there. I just think, you know, it's a very memorable thing. I hear these themes and I get, immediately get taken back to when I first kind of started playing the game or certain um milestones within the game so especially the tavern themes the tavern themes i still listen to pretty regularly if i'm playing like D D or something they're just excellent so yeah, world, world of funny, warcraft funny funny you bring that up because my number seven pick is also world of warcraft <laughs> really for real yes um i've played world of warcraft for maybe a total of 10 hours at the absolute most in my entire life mm-hmm. but I when you you mentioned playing D anD D, you were the one who introduced me to the wonderful music of World of Warcraft while we were playing D. I remember D anD mm-hmm. remember you loaded it up one day. I was like, "Damn, I don't really care for the game, but the music is really good." And mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, to this day, I'll still turn on when I'm feeling like I want some fantasy music, and I throw it on when I'm playing D anD D sometimes, just as a background. No, I've listened to a lot of the music, and it's really solid. Yeah, so that's cool that we both have it in the seventh spot. Um, yeah, I don't know why it's not higher. I guess it's just, like, it's it's not... None of it's, like, too striking enough to be 100% memorable. It's all just really good without one of the tracks being, like, the best of all time. You know what I mean? I think, I think that's why it sits at number seven, is because it is meant to just be background music. It doesn't have anything that... Like, I couldn't, I couldn't hum or sing any of it if I wanted to, but I know it's all solid. For sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to our next picks, I am just going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a second. Right. So it's interesting that we both have the number seven at World of Warcraft. I had no idea that you were going to choose that. That's really cool. I didn't read either until I just kind of did some soul searching. Some soul searching. Uh, Yeah, one more track I want to add uh, is the Arthas song. I don't know if it's called Arthas My Son or whatever it is, but it was like the cinematic trailer song for the Wrath of the Lich King, and it is just banging. So, yeah, let's jump on to my number six. And I will just say with number six, it is Chili Dog Time. It is Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, These games, as I talked about in the first episode, are like super, super important for me, nostalgia-wise. Like I have so many fond memories of playing these in the summer. 
Um, I didn't pick any one like specific game in particular. My favorite uh, songs are from 1, 2, and Sonic and & Knuckles, particularly Marble Zone from the first game, Chemical Plant Zone, which might be one of my like top three individual songs of all time for, for video games. And then Chemical Mushroom Hills. Bops. <laughs> Say that again? It's like Chemical Plant Bops. It does. And then Mushroom Hill from um, Sonic and Knuckles. It's just like the baseline in, in Mushroom Hill is just top notch. So Sonic the Hedgehog, I mean, all of the songs are really good, some more than others. But I mean, Chemical Plant is like, you can say that to most people, most gamers, and they'll know that song. You know, it's so memorable. Um, I never really like got super into like the level one songs like Green Hill Green Zone Hill. and stuff like Yeah, yeah. Those are they're great. Don't get me wrong. But like some of the other you know, levels three, four, and five, basically the only ones that we could get to when we were kids. Um, right. Since you're playing it so much, you have to be listening to that nonstop. But I mean, it's a good thing that they're so good. But uh, So yep. here's my question for you then. Yes. Would you rather listen to the, like from the console version or would you, or do you prefer like all the like guitar covers or metal covers of them? Cause there's hundreds of them out there. Right. And they do kind of shred. Yeah, and honestly, I, I listen to both. I listen to both kind of if I if I want to do it just for more like for fun. I, yes, I'll listen to like E Rock if you've not li- listened to his stuff. His stuff is amazing. Um, he does like all the video game covers, all pop culture covers, and that's one. Of, that's actually the reason that I got into Chrono Trigger is because he did a cover of uh, Chrono Trigger songs. And uh, it was like one of the coolest guitar songs I've ever heard. And I'm like, oh, I should check out that game. And sure enough, it's amazing. So I don't know. Like, I think with both of it, like if it's like an eight or 16 bit old school game. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the chance and listen to some remixes. There's this website that I used to frequent called like OC Remix, I believe it's called, where they it's like free downloads and people will like take the remixes of certain songs. And there's some really good stuff on there. Like they'll do like just remixes of Castlevania games or just remixes of Sonic the Hedgehog 1 or just remixes of, you know, Mario is Missing, just really obscure stuff. So uh, again, if you've not checked out OC Remix, I don't know if they're still around. I hope they are. Um, they do some really cool remix, but to not belabor the point, I, I listened to both the, the metal covers, the orchestral covers, but also the original OSTs. So, Alrighty. yeah. So, My what do you think? Of, sick. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. What, was that? what do you think? What do you think of Sonic? Sonic? No, Sonic's great. Um, the only reason I didn't, it's not on my list, is I just don't listen to a lot of 16-bit old school music. Well, and plus you kind of have to be in a mood to listen to Sonic. It's not like Definitely. everyday music. It's not like I need to chill out and listen to Chemical Blinds on because you, all you're going to do is get up and start like bopping around. Just but, breaking, destroying <laughs> your surroundings. Just, yes, disrespect your surroundings. Um, all right, so you're number six then, sir. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla soundtrack. Ooh. So I am a pretty big fan of the band Wardruna. Um, they're more of like a fall band for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just like... Like, I'm not a very, like, spiritual person, but in the fall is when, like, I become as, like, in touch with nature as I ever get, and that's, like, very much what Wardrina is. I read you're familiar with them, I know. Mm-hmm. But, um, so the the main the main guy from Wardrina was actually a composer in the Assassin's Creed Valhalla soundtrack, so I would be remiss in my duties to not throw, like, huge props to him. And you can really tell his influence in the Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla soundtrack. I, again, uh, I've probably listened to the music more than I played the game. 
Sure. So so shout out to Einar Selvik, the yes. lead guy of Wardrun. A great band if you've never checked them out. Uh yeah, like you said, it's if, like, if you're into if you're into chanting. If you're into chanting and like Nordic folk music, which is sort of like the thing du jour, you know, that's the that's the thing about Viking culture stuff, is like it really became popularized with Vikings back what, ten years ago? God, it's been that long. Yeah. Um, he's also in that show too. Yeah, yeah. They've they've done I think Highlands. Highlands like the the heir apparent to to Wardruna with that sort of like neo-folk uh, ambient stuff. But yes, I, I've not really played a whole lot of Valhalla. And I maybe I know the Assassin's Creed soundtracks. A lot of people really like those. I think it's like Jesper Kid who does all of those soundtracks. Uh, they're really good soundtracks. Uh, I'm, I'm not like a, a, a massive Assassin's Creed fan because I think they just kind of get to the point where they're just collect-a-thons. And like, yeah. I'd rather, like, I don't like a lot of hand-holding anymore uh, in video games. So I don't know. But yes, the soundtracks for Assassin's Creed are really good, and I'm I'm just going to trust your opinion that the Valhalla one, I will probably have to check it out now that I know that Wardruna is involved. So I mean, yeah. if you like Wardruna, it's basically just more of that. Then I'm I'm definitely on on board, haha, <laughs> with that one. So that was your number six. We'll jump into the top five here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my number five is I. You're probably going to be really surprised that this is not higher. But it's going to be Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow and, and Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Um, in particular, uh, for Dawn of Sorrow, um, which is the game that really made Castlevania my favorite series of all time, uh, Pitch Black Intrusion and Dracula's Tears are the sound uh, the, the sound uh, soundtrack titles uh, of two of the tracks that I like the most. Um, Pitch Black Intrusion is probably one of my favorite individual songs video game songs of all time so you know if i want the second i hear that song i'm, I'm like 16 again and I'm, I'm playing the game again so it's like listening to lincoln park <laughs> no not listening <laughs> not listening to lincoln park crawling in my skin i don't even remember what i was listening to when i was 15 it was like weird stuff uh but you know dawn of sorrow is i think one of the better castlevania games and we're obviously going to have a castlevania episode at some point maybe next maybe this october um, but the, the Castlevania games have always had really top-notch soundtracks, like top-tier soundtracks. Like it doesn't matter if it's a good game or a bad game; they always have really good soundtracks. Um, and I think I just have the heavy bias towards Dawn of Sorrow as being one of the better games because it was the game that got me hooked. And I don't think anyone, even if they're a fan or not, would argue with the Symphony of the Night soundtrack because I th if you don't know a whole lot about the Symphony of the Night soundtrack, it was like one of the first soundtracks that I can recall that brought in a lot of different genres, like metal and classical and jazz and like it's just like this huge mashup of different styles and stuff like that and it's super super symphony of styles symphony mm. of styles yeah no mm. it's i mean i mean the castlevania games they kind of go along with the bloodstained games because for symphony of the night the, my number five here it's the same composer as bloodstained so it's that same composure that same sort of style so that is my number five what are the two there's two songs i know uh, I've listened to a lot from the whole Castlevania series. I'm guessing bloody, bloody, bloody tears. tears is like da 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 da. It's like the really quick, yep. like yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's like just like the do 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 do. Vampire killer, yeah. Yeah, vampire killer. Those are pretty. Yeah, uh, no, those are those pretty, are top notch too. Yeah, like I'll, I'll, I've listened to those a couple times. There's some really sick covers. Uh, oh yeah, I saw a chick playing bloody tears on the piano, and it almost made me cry. Bloody tears because it was so beautiful. Yeah, I think the, the the Castlevania games are like the most ready to be metal covered, you know, because they have <laughs> they have that very like hard edged vibe to them. So yeah, no Castlevania. I mean, all of the soundtracks are top notch except for Harmony of Dissonance. 
Uh, I don't talk about that much because it's just not good. But um, anyway, uh, I could do an entire podcast on just Castlevania soundtracks, but I will not today. So tell me your number five. Number five. Are you ready for Command and Conquer Red Alert 3? Ooh, Red Alert 3. I, uh, again, a game that, like, your World of Warcraft, I maybe played for mm, 30 minutes. Um, it is, I wouldn't say it's metal, but it's just very, like, it's got a lot of drive to it, especially, um, like, the Hellmarch. Oh, I know Hellmarch. I know Hellmarch. You know, yeah, you know Hellmarch. Uh, I see it a lot on, like, War Thunder YouTube videos. Um, there's just, I would say there's probably only maybe three or four songs that I would classify as, as like, more than just background music, but Hellmarch is, like, on that intro video mm-hmm. where you've got, um like russia dropping in their tanks and japan coming in with their like crazy mech sense just like it just gets you so jacked up and ready mm-hmm. to roll yep. so you didn't play a lot of red alert 3 no i played a well my brother obsessively played red alert 2 so i'd always hear that and i don't like red alert 2 i like the red alert games in general just three just kind of fell off for me i don't know why sure. i think it was, i think i had some issues with it like optimized for pc and stuff like i just it just wasn't working with my computer back in the day, so I just kind of you dropped like it. Tim Curry, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely that. But no, the the Red Alert soundtracks are pretty bopping. They they've got some great, like you said, drive to them. So that's definitely a good choice for sure. All right, anything else on uh, Red Alert? Are we good to move no. on? No, like I said, there's only a couple songs, but the couple songs are like I listen to a fair amount. Sure, sure. Um, next one is number four for me, and this is probably not going to be a huge surprise for a lot of people because it's probably a lot of other people's favorite. It is The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, and Ocarina of Time, it like a lot of Zelda games that, that kind of came after it, it builds a lot of emphasis on music. I mean, the fact that they have a musical, obscure musical instrument uh, in the title kind of infers that music's going to be a part of this, and it absolutely was. I mean, there's so many different songs in this game. There's so many different vibes. Um, with this game the ones that i had in particular again the entire soundtrack is awesome top to bottom but the gerudo valley gets in my head a lot because it's super like uh, flamenco you know it's super like spanish themed and stuff like that uh goron city which is kind of a bop and it's not really the greatest song because it's super simple but for some reason i just love the temple of time sound uh, a soundtrack song uh again all of them are super great i think a lot of the temple ones are super creepy um, which I think with this game, maybe more so than a lot of the other ones I've talked about so far, all of these soundtracks are, all of these songs in the soundtrack are super important to the game as a whole. Like, I don't think of Zelda Ocarina of Time as just like an action game. I, I really like the music makes it. it we, we, we kind of said off, off uh, uh, recording that, you know, 30, 40% of the game is the music, but I think this is like, 60 70 like i think this makes the game so much better is this musical score in uh, ocarina of time so super 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 nostalgic for me but yeah that's my reflection on ocarina of time um i just have the legend of zelda series in general at my number four okay hey look at that um, we're yeah we're we're lining up the moon and the sun are lining up here so the two that i played heavily was the original one for the nes mm-hmm and then Majora's Mask, the lesser oh, yeah. of the two, from my understanding of what people say about the Nintendo 64. But I didn't have Ocarina of Time, so 
You know, it's interesting with, with the Majora's Mask Ocarina of Time, it seems like the discourse for people's opinions on these games has gone more towards Majora's Mask in the last couple of years. Oh, has people, it? I yeah, remember yeah. everyone hating Majora's Mask, and I was that just like, people, people did the one but, I have. Yeah, people back in the day kind of did, and I remember people not really liking because it it's too dark and weird, but now everyone just lauds it as the best Zelda. Oh, interesting. And, and when I was growing up, it was Ocarina of Time. And now everyone's like, oh, Ocarina of Time. It was actually too basic and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. I the love both. are pushing up their glasses. They are. I love both of them dearly. Um, I never got super far in Majora's Mask. It always kind of intimidated me and kind of freaked me out. But uh, it's a Dude, great game. It was a hard time trying to figure out how to get the mask off when you were like 12. Yeah, that's true. When I mean, had I'll, that first mask. And I could understand yeah. how like a lot of frustration because it took me a long time to figure out like how to get back to being normal Link. But yeah, the, um, the 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 soundtrack that plays in the Terminus City, like the ding, 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 that's super good. Uh, that's super um, memorable. Yeah, and like, to be honest, I don't listen to a ton of the of Legend of Zelda outside of like playing the game. But the reason it's so high on my list is like, I will randomly just like internally hum legend of zelda songs mm-hmm. yeah you know it's They're... just like just if i'm doing some like random task or something it's just like oh what? man where's this song from oh yeah that's legend of zelda and i can always i always think back to like i've got the ingrained in my mind from majora's mask when you go to visit the big fairy lady mm-hmm. just that song that just that yeah yeah like no, I, I think they the they deserve to be on my list at least at number four for how how ingrained the, that music is into my kind of core being. Yeah, and that's the same thing for me. With yeah, I think a lot of people would consider the Zelda games like some of the top music of all time. I mean, there's so many memorable ones like the the overworld theme, the dungeon theme. Like, there's so many really good Zelda tracks. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, and again, again, I think it's. For the Zelda games, it really is a driving force for the the music being a really big part of the success, too. Okay, so unless there's anything on Zelda, I can jump into my top three, then. Top three countdown. Here we go, Reed. All right, so number for number three. Th- number three. Um, we're going to be chasing some chickens here. We are going with Fable. Oh, you um, chicken chaser? Yeah, uh, the particularly the first one. I mean, I know a lot of the same um, songs were used or reprised in the second game, but in particular, the Oakvale theme, the Bowerstone theme, and a Summer Fields theme uh, are all good. All Oakvale's pr- probably again, like I was saying, with uh, Pitch Black Intrusion from Dawn of Sorrow. Uh, Oakvale's probably my top three to top five of all time. Like there's something just super mystical and calming and enchanting about the Oakvale uh, song. So I know a lot of people kind of detract from Fable that it didn't live up to expectations, but this game came out and it just reminds me of Fall and the whole soundtrack sort of exemplifies that too. Um, A lot of the other tracks are kind of lost on me. Like there's some other tracks that I do remember, but like the three that I mentioned, uh, Oakvale, uh, Bowerstone and Summer Fields are like top tier for me. And they just really bring me back to that uh, nostalgic sense. And again, like uh, the World of Warcraft soundtrack, I do occasionally just play this, you know, uh, at at school when I'm working. So just to kind of have something in the background to be, you know, fresh on things. So that's that's my number three is Fable. 
There, no, Fable's a great pick for number three. Um, I know we talked a pretty decent length of the soundtrack in, in our episode on Fable, but um, I would agree. That's a great, great pick. My number three is The Witcher 3. Ooh. The, uh, the first two, their soundtracks, I don't think were maybe necessarily as good. I did play both of them, and they didn't, they didn't strike me as much as The Witcher 3 soundtrack did. Um, this one I actually did listen to just kind of when I, you know, just have random stuff that I need sound filled in for at work and whatever, but mm-hmm. it's very, it's, it's got some chanty, it's got some just good fantasy music in there, and it's like a little hype mixed in with a little chill. I think it's a really good, a really good, well done soundtrack. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. There's only been two times in my life when I'm playing a game where the music kind of stops me in my tracks. And the time when you go into the tavern and Priscilla's playing Wolvenstorm. Oh, like, yeah. On the loot or whatever. Like, my, like, got chills, you know. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. man, this is, like, amazing. The other time being um, uh, Red Dead Redemption, the first one, where that so far starts playing as you're crossing the Mexico border. Like... Like, yeah, I think The Witcher 3, I don't know why I didn't rank it anywhere in here. I didn't think about it, but it is really top notch. I remember I went to Iceland uh, in 2015, 2016, and I remember like listening to that soundtrack as I'm driving up the fjords and stuff like that. So it is. it does have a, a positive, memorable, and like, like you said, it has like a variety of sounds to it. It has like the jauntiness, but it also has like a lot of influence from like Eastern European music, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good pick. Number, number three, for sure. Witcher three. That's a good one. So hopefully we'll see, uh, some cool soundtracks with the fourth one that just got announced. Oh, they finally announced the fourth one. Yes. Uh, I know, I know CD red projects kind of gotten some heat in the last two years, but, uh, hopefully they can kind of rebound and kind of get back to form. So, all right, those are our number threes. So are we ready for number two and one? Yes, number two, Reed. Hit me with it. Number two, Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal. Um, particularly um, Violet City, Azalea City, which I think is my number one there, and Cave slash the Ice Path. I it just like especially the Ice Path one has this like this cool dirgey sound to it, but like the Violet City and Azalea City, they just like even listening to them now as a jaded 32 year old, it like just brings me back to being 10, 11 years old and like playing this at night under the covers. And like, I don't know, it's just like, this is, if I need a nostalgia bomb, I will listen to the soundtrack. It's just like, it's a great choice. Super memorable. Again, I think Pokemon red and blue were super formative, but I think crystal gold uh, and uh, silver are the best Pokemon games um, just because it added to, it added so much to to the game series i don't you know i I love all the pokemon games but i think gold and silver are by far my favorite in part uh because of the soundtrack and just how memorable it is even though you're playing off of a a really tiny mono speaker um i don't recommend listening to these songs necessarily like on high blast on your computer because like just the way that they're recorded and like you're playing it in stereo and your headphones like bam 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 like whoa but uh i think yeah pokemon gold silver crystal um those Eight bit tunes are just some of my absolute favorites of all time. Do you have any reminiscence of uh, Pokemon I, games? I know that I I agree. Their music is really good. I I can't necessarily say if I remember Gold and Silver's music off the top of my head because um, I did play a lot of their music. Like I did play a lot of the Pokemon games like quietly because I was usually like not supposed to be playing my Game Boy at the time. Yep, I think that's like a rite of passage. 
you know, it's like it's like eleven thirty and I'm supposed to be in bed, but I'm playing Game Boy. It's like you had to do that. Like if you were or a like, Pokemon fan, like you had to do that. Oh, you had to find ways to smuggle it in, like at the like taking a poop at church or something like that for an hour. <laughs> yeah, and you, you yeah, you're under your covers and you got those terrible clicky lights that you put in the side of it. Oh god, those oh, are terrible. Oh my god, yeah, I remember those so much. Kids kids these days have it good, man, I tell you. You have it good with your backlit LED screens. I know, man, and their smartphones and just dang kids. But yeah, that's my number 2 is Pokémon's Gold Silver Crystal. So what is my your number, number 2? Is Doom. Ooh, which Doom? Like the, the most recent one? the newest ones, yes. So, um, like, the old Doom soundtrack does, like, it's good for its time. But, yeah, the new Doom, uh, when did that one come out? 2016? Yep. Um, great songs like At Hell's Gates, um, Rip and Tear. Mm-hmm. Just some really good family fun, family friendly songs on there. Like I mm-hmm. said, this is the hype. This is the hype now. You know, oh, this I've, is there's there's very few soundtracks that are more hype than Doom sixteen. I, I listen to a lot, lot of Doom sixteen when I'm at the gym. Oh yeah, as probably as probably lame as that sounds, it's just like it's a good way to just get your adrenaline rolling and like you just want to rip off a demon's head. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I have the Doom games. I've never gotten super far in them, but like I know the composer of Doom 16, uh, Mick Gordon, like super yep. super cool guitarist. Super like it reminds me a lot of the of the band Meshuga or Meshuga, however you Meshuga. want to pronounce it. Yeah, like just like that that style of like really low tuned like seven or eight string guitars, like dun 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 dun. dun. It's really cool. So yeah, no, the, I can I can definitely see that being like a top one. Again, it's it's so extreme you know it has to be you know it has to be extreme it's it's it is a perfect uh gym playlist for sure i'll have to definitely listen to more of it and actually finally sit down and play through the whole game but i know they're amazing games um i know one of my good friends ryan it's his like favorite of all time so i'll definitely have to uh great soundtrack absolutely so So, i have a feeling our number one is probably going to be the same correct i'm guessing you're also going to say elder scrolls you would be correct good sir yeah um these games uh it's probably it's kind of funny i'm looking at my top 10 list and like the top two there's like three of these games here that are i'd say my favorite game series of all time like i said in episode zero are elder scrolls pokemon and castlevania and they're all on here it just so happens to be that the the top two one and two are pokemon and elder scrolls um specifically for me nerver rising the the title sound of uh uh morrowind um harvest dawn from oblivion the do 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 the really like calm ambient one and then uh for skyrim uh far horizons i think is just like some of the best not just video game music but some of the best compositions i've ever heard no they're they're absolutely beautiful what would you say if you had to rate like main theme for the three you know, more when uh, where where would you rank them? Oh, since I mean, since the the one that I picked for Morrowind is the theme, I'm gonna pick that one. Just like the Morrowind theme. Morrowind means Morrowind. like the world. Morrowind's one of my favorite games of all time. I've never gotten super far, but like just again, when we ever get to an Elder Scrolls episode, I'm gonna spend like three hours just gushing about what that game means to me and like stuff like that. But uh, like, yeah, like, uh, Oblivion is what got me into the fantasy genre in general. Yeah, no, Oblivion. Like I never used to be a fantasy person, and I played Oblivion, and I was just like pushed all my chips in and went all in on fantasy. 
Yeah, Oblivion might be. The, I mean, we can obviously talk about this when we get to the Elder Scrolls series, but I'm sure, which I'm sure we'll do as like a multi-part series. But I think we can both be in the consensus that Oblivion kind of edges out the other ones as the best one. As far as game goes, well, overall, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But as I, I would say like the music from Marwin main theme is probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, like it literally almost brings me to like tears of nostalgia when I mm-hmm. hear it. Yep. Me too. Um, the 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 I think the 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 Dragonborn comes the, the the chanting one from Skyrim. It just got overplayed a little bit. Like it's it's not yeah. like it's not super fun to listen to anymore. And I think the Oblivion theme song it sounds a little bit too much like the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song. So, but the Morrowind is so like. It, it, I, I, it crescendos and it's just like oh, I love it. It does. Um, I think the thing that I do like about the Oblivion theme is there's it's a little bit more grandiose, which mm-hmm. I think is neat. Being set in the Imperial uh, Imperial City and everything like that, like the grandioseness of it makes a lot of sense. And then yeah, I don't know Skyrim. Like the theme is just a little too dude broy for me. It is. It is. Uh, I think a lot of the other songs on the Skyrim soundtrack are better. Like Fire Horizons is like amazing yeah. um and yeah the oblivion soundtrack top to bottom i think is great too it, it, it does feel very like medieval like um i forget which track it is is it, is it like over the hill or whatever it's like it has like the horn intro like dun, 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 dun. um but i think all of the like three four and five the theme songs really represent what the game's all about because like skyrim obviously has like the chanting and the you know mm-hmm. the which is cool because that's what the game's largely represented by. I think, yeah, like you said with Oblivion, it has that this grandiose epicness that Oblivion kind of brings. Um, this sort of like apocalyptic event that kind of happens, and I think the theme song of Morrowind is a lot more subdued to begin with, but then it kind of ex- you know explodes towards the end of it, and it's just this epic scale. And I think that's really kind of how the game plays out too. Is you start off as nobody. But then you kind of get tied up in this conspiracies with like these old gods and stuff like that, and you're in this really bizarre land. Um, I would I would say like Morrowind theme song begins really melancholy. Yes, it is a like, it's not, because it's the whole game sad, is sad, but it's just melancholy, and the whole game is kind of that way too. You know, like it it's just very, sets it's that very tone. stark. It's a very stark game. Yeah. Because I remember playing the game and like you're just wandering around as you do, and because it it's one of those <laughs> games that doesn't tell you anything on what to do. No. Um, and I remember and just like wandering. Show up. Oh God! <laughs> I remember um, like just wandering into like a slave camp, like a slave plantation. I'm like, Ooh. I'm like 12 years old. I'm like, oh. Yeah, you're about to learn some really heavy stuff here playing Morrowind. Here you go, children. All right, so let's. Yeah, I mean, we will absolutely spend time talking about the Elder Scrolls. I think both of us are huge fans of those games. Uh, so let's just recap one more time. Um, mine was number ten was Kirby's Adventure. Number nine was Street Fighter Two. Number eight was Chrono Trigger. Number seven was World of Warcraft. Uh, six was Sonic the Hedgehog, particularly one, two, and Knuckles. Uh, number five was a split of Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow and Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, number four for me was Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Number three was Fable, particularly the first and second games. Number two was Pokemon Gold, Silver, Crystal. And number one is Elder Scrolls. What are your top ten again? Uh, mine was Bloodstained, Rituals of the Night, Minecraft, Firecry, Blood Dragon, World of Warcraft, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Red Alert 3, Legend of Zelda, Witcher 3, Doom, and Elder Scrolls. So looking at what we had in common, let's see. We had World of Warcraft. Wow. Uh, Legend wow. of Zelda. Yep. 
and Elder Scrolls. Pokemon did make my honorable mentions list. Okay. And but, you kind of you kind of had the Castlevania with the Bloodstain, if we consider that an heir apparent. So we had like you know three or four of them that were similar yeah. without without knowing what yours were. So that's cool. Yeah. What are your honorable mentions? Let's go through your honorable mentions first. So Castlevania, Pokemon, sure. um, Super Mario Brothers was on my list, but I, I cut it. Um, what else? I think those are the only ones really worth mentioning. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I was thinking about that today before we were recording. Like, do I include Mario anywhere? But like for me. Mario is so it is the it is the video game. You know what I mean? Like it is right. it's a titan, you know. And Koji Kondo's like soundtracks and stuff are so timeless and classic. I don't want to say it's overplayed, but like it's it's amazing. But does it deserve a spot just because it's you know so because of its its success basically right i mean i i would definitely if this was a top 15 list and i rearranged things or a top 20 list yeah i would absolutely put it on there but i don't know why i didn't include it like it's absolutely all of those melodies like i could hum every tune from like most of those games but like for whatever reason Same. i just they just didn't come get on here anyway my honorable mentions i had again i had like six or seven of them uh metal gear solid 2 um particularly the theme song where it's all like industrial it's like matrix style yeah um Dark Souls 3, um, the Firelink Shrine I always like loved, uh, Soul of Cinder, the Pling Ping Pong song as it's called, and Yorm the Giant uh, theme. Minecraft was also on my um, list of honorable mentions. Final Fantasy 4, particularly the Celtic Moon reprisal, which was like, uh, uh, I don't know if it was like the actual original composers that did this, but um, someone took the Final Fantasy 4 soundtrack and made like it Celticified, Celtified. So they they made it with like, you know, traditional like Celtic Irish instruments. It's really cool. Uh the theme of love is amazing. Uh Kingdom Hearts is a really Final good one. Fan- oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say like I've always heard Final Fantasy has had amazing music. I just never got into the Final Fantasy game, so I'm mm-hmm. sure if I would have played them more, they'd probably be on my list. But yeah, I've always heard great things about them. I should just, at least just break down and actually listen to some of the music one of these days. Oh yeah, you absolutely should. They would they would definitely be on my top fifteen, top twenty list. Like it just it just barely. Uh, I mean, like Final Fantasy six, VI, Final Fantasy ten, VI, Final Fantasy seven are just incredible soundtracks. Um, Kingdom Hearts, which is kind of related to Final Fantasy, um, just like I said before with Chrono Trigger, um, the the guy E Rock. Uh, on YouTube, he does some amazing shreds of Kingdom Hearts songs. Um, Dear, like, what is it? Dearly Beloved is an amazing song. Uh, Halo uh, is a great soundtrack. Like, just like the title track of Halo is super memorable. Uh, going backwards in time would be like Mega Man 2, like Dr. Wily's stage is like just iconic. But uh, yeah, again, if I opened this up to top top 15, top 20, top 30, top 50, like I could have a lot more of a conversation about this. But I think, you know, these are some definitely good coverages. And I think it, it's just fun to kind of take a take a breath from like um, breaking down narratives and stuff. Just kind of look at how important uh, gaming music is. Look at all the aspects as a whole. Exactly. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, we hope you enjoyed this slight romp into our top 10 gaming soundtracks. Uh, again, they might change over time. Who knows if we kind of come back to this, if you know we play more games and stuff like that. Uh, we appreciate you guys kind of sticking with us. I know it's kind of like been a few weeks, if not a month, between our last posting, but we're still here doing stuff. We're just kind of busy right now. We're busy uh, boys. But I will be at the Midwest Gaming Classic uh, this weekend, which I'm super excited because there's going to be a lot of like YouTubers and podcasters that I really uh, admire there. So I'm going to like bring some games for them to like autograph. It'll be pretty cool. 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that. And I'm super excited for the summer where I can kind of devote more time to this and kind of maybe do some, uh, individual side podcasts. But, uh, like I said, I'm going to create a playlist of, um, our soundtrack picks from today's episode and post them on YouTube. So you guys can check that out. Um, Jeremy, anything, uh, final to say before we head out? I think let's get her let's get her rolling here. So all right ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take off for now, but we uh, hope to see you on the flippity flip. Like always, we appreciate you. Come check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all over the place. I'm I'm still getting the YouTube um, channel all set up, but uh, you can download us anywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Podbean is our like main hub. Uh, so for me and Jeremy, we are going to say good night and see you next time. Adios. Thanks for sticking around, guys.